Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Open Shutter. Thanks for uh, watching, listening, wherever this thing is. Uh, thanks for coming along. I have the pleasure of welcoming my buddy Brian on uh, on the program. So big thanks for Brian for taking the time. Brian, we we've known each other for a few years uh, through Get Out Shoot, and uh, we've done some meetups and some vlog stuff and all kinds of other crazy stuff. So uh, kind of excited about this chat about uh, kind of I guess maybe focusing on different like niches of, of photography. We were just talking offline about. Um, how to kind of like better ourselves when we're trying to like be in this like creative space. And I think uh, it's easy for us to kind of like do the same thing over and over again without really kind of thinking about what, what, what we're doing. So uh, hopefully we can uh, we can kind of chat about that a little bit and uh, maybe help you out on your own kind of creative journey. And if this is your first time tuning in, I try to do this podcast as much as possible and try to talk to people that make stuff. It could be photo, video, painting. Could be anything. If you're what if you want to chat about your journey, love to have you on. And uh, tonight got Brian on. So Brian, man, thanks again for uh, for coming on, man. You're welcome, Paul. Pleasure. Yeah. Thank you for yeah, having me. It's been a while since we've actually seen seen each other in person, but uh, I know that we we're just talking offline about how you're kind of like dabbling into all kinds of different areas of photography. So maybe for the for the people that don't know who you are, maybe a quick intro about yourself. Uh, yeah. So I'm. Uh... So my name is Brian, Brian Kwok, and uh, I started uh, photography in 2019, actually October yeah. of 2019. Yeah. Uh, and I uh, really didn't know very much about photography at the time. Yeah. Uh, actually, prior to that, I actually hated photography. I, really I really hated why? Yeah, I really didn't understand it. It just seems very complicated. Oh. Uh, I did not understand the exposure triangle and all that stuff. And it just like everything was just very, mis uh, very much a mystery to me. Okay. Um, so I guess I got into photography because I, I had like a, a, a need for, okay. uh, <laughs> to, uh, take pictures for my dog who was, uh, aging. And, um, I had a feeling he was gonna not be with us for, for a very long time so rest in peace tiger yeah i was uh rushing against time to um to get some good photos of, of him and so yeah. i uh grabbed myself a camera and forced myself to learn from youtube sure youtube <laughs> uh, university yeah youtube university we all learn start off from scratch like uh like what is a aperture what is an f-stop yeah. and how does it relate or why does it even matter and mm. learn from scratch and uh so during that time there was the pandemic yes remember that well mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, so i had a uh, very very much a lot of time to study and focus on that and uh so after when the pandemic was over i um I guess it was time to test myself out. So I went out and started shooting. Yeah. Um, you know, shortly after I realized that I needed more, uh, more activities, more practice. And then, uh, yeah. I mean, at the beginning I was going out to shoot, uh, street photos on my own. Right. Um, which got pretty boring pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you don't like it. Eh? Uh, it's also kind of dangerous too. Where Toronto? yeah where were you going downtown downtown okay so let me tell you the story right so okay. i was i was the I was, in the beginning i didn't know what was what and i, I saw these people doing street photography i thought oh, okay maybe no. maybe that's what i need to do right so i 
got my camera and walked out downtown uh, Toronto and started shooting pictures of night night scene skyline Toronto. No. And I was walking around shooting, and then some uh, some people I don't know if they were tourists or locals or, or what it was they came up and just like, uh, they started looking at my camera and they're like, oh hey, uh, nice camera, like uh, what are you shooting with? And they were looking at the camera and stuff like that, and and uh, next thing you know, I was surrounded. No, but really, yeah, like they're gonna rob you. Um, it seemed that way. But it wasn't apparent to me at the time. I was just like, you know, I was just like, oh yeah, and I was like, I was so willing to like show, show the show off and and tell them about like, oh my experience and all that stuff. And ironically, because of that discussion, I ended up adding one of them to an I in my Instagram. Yeah. And so yeah, and then it was a friendly chat, and they walked off, and then. Next thing you know, as uh, as they were walking away, I heard this like loud shout over my shoulder, and it's like, mm -hmm. "Stop it!" And then I looked up around, and there was actually a guy standing behind me. Yeah. He was about to like snatch my camera or something like that. No way. <laughs> and no then, way. Um, so then I realized like the guy who I had added to Instagram was the one who saved me. Uh, from that guy, well, maybe the guy that you had on Instagram saved you. Yeah. Were these people friends? Like, they were his friends or, or his, his associates, or I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So that was one incident, Crazy. and then there was also another incident where I was like walk, also walking uh, down in like Bathurst and Bloor, and then uh, same thing happened. Mm -hmm. Like a bunch, a couple of guys came up, and um same deal coming out oh what camera are you using they they want to get closer look at it but this time i had like a sort of like a tether a right. uh, strap onto my wrist and then right. he looked uh, closely and was like oh okay and he was he kind of lost interest into it and you know and then we just had a little chat and I took pictures from him and they walked off but uh you know it's um it was a couple of close calls so you still don't like Going out at night and Toronto shooting, I guess, like by yourself. No, we just do it smarter. That's why I started you're doing a group. Yeah, you're doing a group. Yeah, you're doing a group. You, I joined mm -hmm. up your group, and you guys uh, routinely go out at night as a group, and there's yeah. uh, safety in numbers, right? Of course. Um, yeah. As well, that that was one aspect, but the most motivating part was just uh, kind of the creativity that uh, when you're in a group, you you talk to each other and it kind of sparks like thoughts and creativity and you know uh and then it help they give you tips they help each other out yeah it's fun i mean even, even if you don't shoot anything like if you or even if you, you're using your iphone for that matter yeah. like just that uh, outing with uh, a bunch of uh, like-minded people yeah. uh that's the power of a group right yeah that's uh even even for one evening it, it kind of builds bonds and then next thing you know uh, you know, if you know a few photographers, and uh, the the funny thing is, is when you, when you go to the next event, you, yeah. you recognize a few of them, of and you're like, oh, hey, and you instantly you feel welcome to the like uh, the community, right? Yeah. Uh, and that uh, that empowers you, kind of makes you feel supported, uh, encourages yeah. you to go out more, uh, yeah. and and not afraid to make mistakes, or you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, it's like. Like we all want to be like supported and validated. So I think being part of a group helps with that. And also like when you 
first started, you said you said that you hated photography. So it just helps with like the learning curve too, right? Because you'll you'll see people out in the field and then you can ask them questions live, which really helps, I think. When you can actually ask questions live in the field, I think it, there's a different vibe to it versus just like over social media or something or over text or whatever. I think there's a special bond when you're able to like learn in person. You know mm. what I mean? Like there's a, there's a there's like a there's like a certain like a, a energy to it that you can't get behind a screen. You know, so that's kind of my viewpoint. Yeah. So when I when I was uh, learning on YouTube, mm. uh, I was just watching videos over and over again. And at a point, I just like you you can watch 10, 20 different yeah. videos all talking about the same subject, but of course you're really not going to learn until you, you actually take you gotta it. You got to do it. You got to drive a car. I always say like, you can't, you don't know how to drive a car until you actually drive a car. You, know, yeah, you, you, can't watch a car. you can't watch a video to drive a car. Right? No, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, like you, yeah. Like people, you know, people always ask me, Oh, like, you know, you know, what camera should I get? Or, you know, what's a good channel? I said, well, just go out and just go out and practice. Like just practice as much as you can. Cause that's the way that that's how you're going to learn stuff. Yeah, and by like, joining groups and asking questions, like you mentioned about making mistakes, like I don't know. To me, it's like if, if to me it's like if, if if like if you're not making mistakes, then you're not really trying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're not really like pushing. Like we were like we were just talking offline about like push like put like like pushing yourself and try to do like different things. And I don't know. Like this isn't like science. Like you know, it's art. Like if that's the way you want it to be, then that's the way you want it to be. You know, it doesn't have to be one plus one equals two all the time. You know, like I don't know. Yeah, but I'm I, weird that way. I'm weird that way. Like I don't really, you know, I'll make I'll I'll make I'll I'll, I'll make like a thousand mistakes. Like I don't really I don't really care. Well, yeah, I I don't know. Like I guess some people when I talk to some people, they 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 tell me that uh, they don't like the pictures that they take, right? And I guess when when that happens, it's kind of like a big um, deterrent for you to try. Yeah, they're and, saying that they don't like their pictures, or they're saying they don't like your pictures. No, like their own pictures. Like when they yeah. take it, they just like. Oh, well, we're always our own. We're always we're always our own our own our own our own worst critic. Yeah, like that's okay. just us talking, you know. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, well, if you if you take a moment to to think about it, like uh, hating your own work is actually healthy for you, right? Yeah, uh, because it kind of it kind of gives you like um, a direction of like you're you're being critical about what it is that you don't like so yeah. then now you have to also have to figure out what it is what is it that you do like so obviously it's like right. the things that you like are not at this point not produced by yourself yeah. um they're probably produced by other people yeah. so then it's up to you to kind of figure out okay so if i'm shooting this way and i don't like it okay then what is it that I need to do to get to something that I do like, right? And you you, you take what you've done and compare it to something that someone someone else has done, mm -hmm. and see how far your your gap is, right? Right, right. And then yeah. so that difference in between, if you're evaluating, is what you need to work on to close that gap. And right? mm -hmm. so um, it's a uh, it's quite the process. It's very time consuming because you know um, at at the beginning it's like you know how they say you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> Yeah, until you don't know it. <laughs> yeah, and you don't know it, and then it's yeah. like so. If you're if you're constantly like shooting, taking your camera out there and shooting like a uh, hundred photos uh, repeatedly, 
like yeah. i mean you you will improve but um it's kind of a slower process and uh, i remember in the beginning i didn't know what to do like uh, who, who was going to ask um about how to do it right um so i just went out every night and took 300 photos of random yeah. stuff it didn't really matter i just i just like okay i I just said to myself, I'm like, okay, my goal today is to take 300 photos of I don't know what, right? Mm. So it'll be like, oh, electric pole, take picture. Yeah, sure. um, street light, okay, take picture. I don't know why. And I mean, you know, garbage can, take a picture. Pigeon, take yeah. a picture. You yeah. know? Um, so then yeah. I would, I would um, when I get home, I wouldn't actually look at these pictures very much. I would just kind of store them and then it was like a process it was a learning process so it was just like i'll just do it repeatedly every night for like you did every night yeah almost like a month that was before i i even joined uh your meetups mm -hmm. and uh i was just like forcing myself to it, it was very boring it was very <laughs> at times it was kind of painful it's kind of like you're fighting with yourself telling you i don't want to do this anymore and then you're just like don't oh, just do it it's it's the process trust the process you're very um, driven you're very driven that way yeah and uh i remember i forgot the name of this uh, photographer who said that he uh, in his lifetime at the time he he took about ten thousand photos I forgot sure. his name. and uh a lot of the photos weren't even developed they're still in the role yeah um so he in order to better himself he just um he just took pictures so yeah, yeah that's well, that's, what I, well, that's what it takes right yeah and uh and and that i still re, uh, retain that mentality for any time i want to start a new uh line like say uh if i want to try like oh food photography and i don't yeah. know what to do so yeah all right just uh keep snapping photos and as, at some point you're gonna realize oh i really hate these photos because uh mm -hmm. the worst is when you're indifferent about okay it's like do you like it do you not like it is it good is it bad then uh, your answer is like i don't know it's like you're just mm -hmm. indifferent about it right what do you do then do you ask other people for advice you could but i don't know if that's because if you ask like 10 people 10 people will give you different opinions yeah. mm -hmm. right and True. i don't i don't know if that's going to be helpful some will and then half of them will say oh i like it and the other half is like no i don't really like it and then yeah. they they wouldn't really tell you like why you have to ask them like what do you well what do you like about it or what do you don't like give me something yeah. concrete and then when they're on the spot they'll just like make up something like um yeah it's the maybe it's the angle of this or yeah. the the color or on this whatever yeah. and then Hard, yeah. and then you're trying to take that in and try to correct yourself it's probably not even valid right and then you just end up like sabotaging yourself so mm -hmm. um my my best thing is that i i would take a lot of photos and then eventually at some point I would start hating the photo but then if you look at the one that you do like or the one that's good it triggers you she's like okay this is the one I don't know why but I like this one okay the rest I don't like and then but you also have to be critical like okay why is it that I don't like the other ones but I do like this particular one right and so you sort of, sort of compare and you think okay sort of like no you know you get the, that like a, a better sense of what is is your own niche right right, right okay okay kind of like kind of like you like you, your own style uh yeah so yeah you it is kind of like your own style because uh uh if if you choose if you try to follow what other people have done and and 
mimic it, it's really hard because that's their thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And when that fits to you, I mean, you can try to do it, but then you, you eventually gravitate to like, oh, I hate this style, you know? Yeah, because it's not you. It's not your thing. Mm -hmm. But I think we always try to copy what's, what's being successful. And sometimes, you know, like you need to do like, you got to do it for you. Like you got to make it for you. And then whatever happens after happens, you have no control over that after that point. But as long as you do it for you, then you sort of already won. You sort yeah. of already won a little bit, you know, but in terms of like, even like the process of taking 300 photos a night, like I don't see a lot of people kind of have that like discipline, right? Oh there's yeah. A lot of there's a lot of discipline to that. Probably because they also have to work as well. <laughs> and like, well, whatever, well, whatever the, like, it doesn't have to be 300. It can be like 10, right? Like it could be like, maybe I'll just take photos at lunch, but a lot of people will like talk the talk, but not everyone's going to walk the walk, you know? So that's what also what like separates people too, is being able to actually like apply that discipline in like real life. Yeah. Well, you always have to, uh, the reason why, like, you know, like, there are times when you, your inner voice is going to say like, oh, don't do this. And it's like, yeah, of course. Um, There's always going to be that. Though. And you're you're always tempted to like, oh, just be, put it off till next day. Of course. And then if yeah. you remember your why, like why you're doing right. this. Like, right. Right. For me, it was like I'm doing this in order to learn photography so I can take better pictures of my dog before he go he passes away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So so whenever I remember my why, it was just like instant. Like it was very motivating and then it just gets you out there like you're full of energy it's so like your drive so it's like your north it's like your north it's like your north star right yeah so but if you don't have like if it's just like a comfort thing like casual thing like oh i don't really need this i don't plan to make money off this anyways or oh um you know um i i don't think i'm very good or i don't know whatever it is then uh, you're you're tempted to just kind of sabotage your limit yourself you like put like yeah. an invisible ceiling over yourself mm -hmm. um so you need to to have a sort of a drive of why you're doing the particular thing that's why mm -hmm. i guess most people uh consider themselves a hobbyist yeah. they don't, they don't have like a clear direction there's mm -hmm. no clear direction there's no clear goal there's no clear like outline of like what do you want to like what do you want to be doing do, i mean you don't i mean not everyone has to make money off whatever they do but i mean if you do want to turn it into something then there has to be kind of like a clear set of like goals that you have to hit <laughs> or else it's not going to happen you know like it's like no one's gonna be knocking on the door and say oh i really want to hire you like it's a lot of hustle to it you know but mm -hmm. um yeah like what's like what's your advice for people that are kind of that are kind of struggling with like finding out their why like give me like tips that you can give out people give to people maybe uh well everybody has a different uh reason for why and and, yeah. and it doesn't have to be related to uh photography or anything yeah. like that but um deep deep inside uh uh the only thing you have to ask yourself is like uh what is what matters to you like mm. in that moment right so right. um at the time to me it was like uh, my dog right and then you just have to keep asking it like what do you want what do you want to get out of this and yeah. uh, what do you need to do so just um you know having that uh, moment some time to to for your to like to yourself and asking questions yeah i think i think it comes down to like honesty like you got to be really honest with yourself you know like really honest with like what is it that 
you want or achieve or whatever it is. But yeah, I think there is definitely a degree of honesty there for sure. Right. And kind of like blocking out the external noise too. be it friends or family, whatever, whatever it is, like you need to just kind of like be quiet and, and be honest with, with like what you want. Right. Yeah. I think you start out with like the end result. It's kind of like uh, sort of like reverse engineering. Yeah. Reverse engineering. Yeah. So it's envision what it is that you want. And then, mm. um, and then, what and then you have to like backtrack and say okay what is it that you need to do in order to get that yeah and then yeah. so in order to do that whatever you need to do what sort of skill or things would you need to acquire yeah. Yeah. are there any barriers that uh, are in your way that's stopping you such as like oh i don't have this equipment whatever so then mm -hmm. you're gonna say you'll say okay so if that's the problem then what do you need to do to get that equipment? Are you maybe go rent it or borrow it or whatever, buy it, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and then if the, if you can't buy it because, oh, it's too expensive, then, okay, well, now it becomes a financial issue, right? right. So it's sort of like reverse engineering. And you get back to the point where it's closest to you and you say, okay, so my next step needs to be X, you know? So if it's money, is like, okay, I, I need money to get this equipment, therefore... I don't know, save up yeah. a job, pick up a, pick up a side hustle or something or extra yeah. stress mm -hmm. or whatever the thing is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, just like reverse engineering back to point where the present mm -hmm. and then so that will, that will sort of outline what your next step is going to be in yeah. order to get to the, the next step and so on and so forth. It's like a checklist, right? And then yeah. you'll get closer to your goal. Yeah, it's you know when we're, we're you know, we're, you know, nearing the, the, the like the end of the year. So I'm sure a lot of people are going to have like new year's res new year's resolutions so i mean you know i don't really believe in them because i think you can just start whenever whenever you you want to but i think having like a clear set of like achievable goals i think really helps and whatever like whatever like it, it can be a small goal or a big goal or whatever the step is like it has to be like achievable like you have to be able to actually achieve it not some sort of like out there outlandish thing that's never going to happen i think that's where a lot of people fall short is that they set these ridiculous goals but there's no way to actually get to it and that's how people get like not motivated because they're not achieving these crazy things when it wasn't even possible in the first place like just small steps baby steps <laughs> you know like i don't know yeah. have like you know because i like to me it's like create the momentum to get from like a to b to c so it can be like a really tiny thing but i think that little i don't know for me it's like something just clicks in your brain where it's like you just feel good about like it's kind of like doing the laundry like you just get you just do it and you just feel good because you've done it like it's so stupid but that small little thing that you did helps you get to like the b item and then the c item and the d item and then all of a sudden you're on a roll because you just create this momentum for yourself yeah, I think yeah. Uh, flow is also very important. Like, yeah. uh, it's, like ener it's energy, right? It's energy. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think, I don't know if I, I, I haven't heard about it from very many photographers, but there are some that do mention like the flow of your, yeah. well, your workflow and your creativity, your energy. It's yeah, very it's important. Weird. And they, mm -hmm. uh, it's it's one of the main influence to the to how photographer each photographers do their pro, like their photography the process the way that they do or or in terms of the, even the equipment that they buy right because and like how they set it up so for example some photographers would like 
pack everything in their bag and then they go and then and then they'll set it up as they need it but anytime that you have to stop what you're doing uh take a pause even for like half second Mm -hmm. uh in order to uh break away from your focus to no set up a piece of gear change a setting or 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 you know change a lens or something like that that's an interruption to your flow your process yeah. right yeah. and that sort of thing will kind of like ruin your creativity mm-hmm. so i noticed that some photographers would uh focus on eliminating that interruption where yeah. they have it like set up so that all they have to do is take their camera out they're ready to shoot um if they need like say tripod and then you know they would just take it out of the bag and and snap it on it would it wouldn't be like i i need to pause you know take it out set yeah. it up and you know the and then the model or or subject is in meanwhile sitting there waiting for you and and then you know they're 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 losing their concentration and then after like you know 30 seconds you're okay i'm ready now and they're like oh okay uh yeah, she lost me yeah, you know, the model like, lost her mojo okay, back back into the flow not really it's like now it's very <laughs> poles and fake like yeah 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 no it's i think it's super important just like the energy and the flow of of life really and it comes down to like being creative and all that stuff so yeah i think it's i I think it's very under i think people under like undervalue that too Mm -hmm. because because we constantly want to hit the home runs but you did go you just got to hit this you got to hit the singles all the time and then after a while you just get into like this rhythm yeah, rinse and repeat. Uh, do it repeat. like two, three times, and then you'll realize like, oh, I can do this better or faster or smoother. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then eventually, uh, just like your the laundry that you mentioned, like you're yeah. just doing it without thinking it, and it's just yeah, like, yeah. if it needs to be done, it'll get done, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like it just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's funny because people always just set out these like goals where it's like, well, how the like how the hell are you gonna actually like do that though? Like I don't understand. Like, it just you know, <laughs> yeah. Make them small, make them reasonable, make them achievable, and then see yeah. see where you are in a month, two months, six months, a year. Yeah, Whatever such as uh, I'm gonna be a millionaire, and that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. But that's what we see on social media, right? Like how to how to make a million, how to do this. Like it's always like the it's always like these crazy things where we're just brainwashed seeing them, but no one actually tells you how it's actually done. <laughs> no well, one tells you how like, the sausage is made, really. Yeah, they're. I mean, on a selfish level, they probably wouldn't want to tell you how it's done. Of course they wouldn't. Of course they wouldn't. (laughs) But I mean, um, yeah, like it comes down to just like personal, personal. Like you said, like what, like what do you want, and what are you willing to do for it, really? Because yeah, that's how that's basically how like the world works, you know. Well, drive. Everybody's different. I mean, when when uh, I remember when I first joined uh, your meetup groups, like. Mm -hmm. One thing I, I I was like I was like basically watching how everybody's doing things and stuff like that and the, one of the things that uh, that impressed me most uh, about your group or, or you in particular is that your your drive and that was yeah. the one thing I wanted to learn from you I was like I was looking I was like this guy's doing it like nonstop every week like how is yeah. it that like what motivates him and yeah the you people. Know, yeah, like, because because I, I mean, I, I wanted to learn. I mean, like, I, I want like, I want to learn. Like, I need to like learn stuff too. So it's kind of like just meeting as many people as I could. Yeah, because because what a lot of people what drives them is money, right? 
and they are all yeah. they they want to do money but clearly when i joined your group it wasn't all about money at all like no you're, it wasn't no. you know so the i was money, like so yeah. clearly it's not money so what no. motivates this person right just the yeah i like uh i don't know like it's just to me it's like just being able to like build like a community where people just kind of like get together and hang out in like a non-pressure environment and just to have fun really I like kind of building those kinds of like communities, just able to like provide, like to me, it's like always pr provide the platform for people, like yeah. provide the space, provide the opportunity or provide whatever. But I mean, I think like, see, the thing is like, you know, like anyone, anyone can start a meetup group, like people can go on meetup and whatever the site is and they can create their own group and they can do their own meetups. But I think a lot of people wait for someone else to do it for some reason. I don't know why. So like people wait for it to be presented and then they'll join. Right. So yeah. like, I said, okay, I'll like, I'll provide it. And then people can just come and hang out and have some fun and take some shots. And then that's kind of it. Right. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it was just fun, man. <laughs> like it was like a lot of fun just doing different things, meeting different people, just like seeing like different like backgrounds and like skill sets and, like you don't get that from behind a screen. <laughs> you don't get that, right? So I think there's a lot of value with, especially pre-COVID, post-COVID, there's a lot of value with just being able to like connect. There's just, again, going back to like energy and flow and just being able to like, even when we did meetups in the winter when it was like minus 40 degrees, no one, no one was going to go out on their own. There's no way. But if you knew that five, 10 people were there, you'll probably go because you know that, you know, Brian's going to be there. Right. So it kind of gives you that kind of like motivation to like actually leave the house. And I always say like the hardest part is leaving the house. It's always the hard part. But when you know someone's there, then it's it's a, it's it's a little bit easier. I find when you know that Brian's going to be there, Paul's going to be there or whatever, because at least you have someone there again to support and validate and to kind of coach and again, have fun. Right. So, you know. But there's a lot of meetup groups in Toronto, man. Like you don't get that. You don't get that everywhere. Like Toronto is just a saturated city for like meetups in general, really. But for photography, there's like so many, man. There's so many. Like you can find anything, right? So yeah, I don't know. People just wait for others to like provide the opportunity, and then people will just come out, right? So yeah, well, a lot of them. Uh say like uh like it's not that they they don't know what to do or how to do it it's just they don't want to take the lead to do it they don't want to take the lead or they will yeah or be know, responsible or whatever yeah whatever, whatever, thing is, like whatever, whatever it is right? every burden to be you know the leader of a group yeah right? but it's not it's not like it's not like i'm president of the united states i'm just like leading me a group it's not a big deal yeah you know what i mean but to I guess some uh, even that is, is also already a big challenge to them. Yeah, I've had I don't know I've I don't know I've met people in the meetup group that were like really shy and eventually they led they led they led events eventually. I'm like I told them I said you'd be really good because you know a lot of stuff and I don't know some of them are pretty shy but they led a few so kind of broke them out of their shell right so. You just never know. You just never know how people will, how people will react. Because I think again, people want to be seen and people want to be heard. You just have to give them the right opportunity to to be in that space, right? Because 
doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, you could be shy, but you could also be willing to like put put yourself out there to be seen and to be heard because it's kind of like your thing. Like if if I if if my thing is like if my thing is like food food photography, I want to be able to teach people food photography because that's like my thing. Like that's what I do, and I want to teach you how to do it. So it, I don't know. I think people overcome their shyness because they're kind of proud of what they know and what they're able to do, and they want to show that to other people. Excitement, so they're, right? fun, fun. Yeah, they're, they're excited and they want and they're proud and like they're proud of themselves how far they've come and they want to like and they want to show others, you know, what they know and how other people can like achieve what they've achieved, right? Like, I think, mm. I don't know, I think it's like it's just it's part it's of like a, the learning process because you learn faster and better when you teach others, you do, you do for sure. Um. I think, yeah, I mean, it's true. People just want to, it's not like, it's not like, it's not like a person, it's not like a personal bravado, but they just want to be able to like show, Hey, this is what I know. And this is what I can do. Like, it's hard to be, it's, I don't know. I just find that it's hard to be noticed in today's like world. Like it's hard to like stop the scroll. Like people are just constantly scrolling. So if you're able to like sit people down for two minutes and Hey, this is what, I, this is what I can do. And this is what I'm able to like teach and, you kind of get the attention, you know, like, I think, I think, I think attention is important too. people want to, people want that attention really badly, I think. And it's hard to get that these days, you know, mm. you know what I mean? So if you, if you're, if you're in a, if you're in an opportunity, if you're in a, if you're in a, have the opportunity to be able to like be in front of people and be able to like, I do food photography, I do it really well. And this is how I do it. And this is how you can do it. And then you get the attention, but you're also helping others. <laughs> So you're kind of getting like the best of both worlds, you know, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know. We're all like, we're all like, we're all human, right? We all, we all, we all want the attention, you know, but again, you can also use that attention to like help other people too. It's not always me, me, me. It's always give, give, give. And this is, you know, it's, it's kind of like how the world works. But yeah, there's so much to learn, man. Like, it's like, it's never ending. Like, <laughs> Like there's so there's so there's so many people in the group that know so many things. Like even Victoria, who like knew so much about the history of Toronto. Like I'm like you should like lead a meetup about the history of Toronto, and she did it. I'm like I have no idea how you know this, but you should like <laughs> tell others how you know this because I have no idea. Like it's crazy, man. And she led a couple of like history meetups that blended photography and history. I'm like that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm like you should start charging for this because this is pretty valuable oh. stuff. But uh, yeah, man, you just never know what people know until they'll they'll show you, right? So, what can I say? Like, uh, to me, it's like you just have you have to be willing to put like put yourself out there a little bit, you know, and kind of like get to like the next step. But that comes with like practice too, I think, right? But mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's uh, well, you, you sort of get into your uh, little comfort zone when you're yeah, you get into a comfort zone uh, yeah, exactly. with. Um, familiar faces right yeah yeah exactly exactly, exactly. you don't you don't feel so threatened you don't feel like you're no. being judged or stuff like that no. um although um i i think the ultimate goal is to kind of get out of your comfort zone because a lot of, yeah. i find that a lot of people use that like uh um as a sort of an excuse i don't know if it's because so that they don't have to do anything or that they don't want to do anything but they'll just say 
uh, you know, um, people like, you know, the society out there is very judgmental and yeah. very cold, cruel and stuff like that. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, it's true. But if you were to go to any country or any society, it's going to be the same thing. So it's really no excuse, right? You just, it's all. Yeah, it's all I think it's just an excuse people give. I don't like it's in terms of like getting out of comfort zones, like mm-hmm. you again, I think, I think it goes back to, to have like clear goals and like a checklist of what you want to be able to do. Like, what is it that you actually want to like achieve in the next six months? And again, going back to your point of like reverse engineer, well, how are you going to actually do that? Well, maybe you have to change your circle of people that you ha- that you hang around with because <laughs> that ain't working. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. Uh, you you do have to go to such extremes as to like changing your social circle. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah always like like just audit like who like who are you ha- who are you hanging around with and like are they positive or negative people? You know, it's well, it's also the the crab in a in a basket uh, theory, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, the one crab that wants to get out of the basket. Yeah, and then when the other crabs see them crawling out, it's just about to make it out. They just like claw into them claw and then back. pull them back in. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, I don't know why they just like don't want to be there by themselves or something. So, you know, yeah, sometimes even... uh, when you want to do something outstanding, uh, there will yeah. be people around you that are toxic and just like, no, don't do that. And yeah, you know, it's the worst you could be around with. Yeah, and uh, and I mean you do kind of see it and realize it, but at the same time, it takes a lot of energy to break away from that. You yeah, know, it's cause it's what, it's what you're used to. Yeah. So he, it's taking that stuff to break to. away from you, that social norm and, and get out there and say, okay, no, I'm gonna do my own thing. And no matter how you say like, Oh, this is no good or whatever. Yeah. You're just going to do it anyways. You know? Yeah. I f- yeah, and sometimes you may have to do it alone for a period of time. I mean, it's possible, but I mean, again, I think um, you know that's the power. That's the power of the internet. You can know, like we just talk about meetup groups. Like, try to join meetup group. Just meet different people, or try to like surround yourself with other people, or like um, I don't know, try to go on on event. Like Eventbrite's another good site where you can find events in a city, and you can just meet different people and meet different energies and. Yeah, I noticed they see you a lot in the uh, the fa- uh, fashion forward meetups there. Yeah, the fashion forward meetups are great, right? Like again, there's like a lot of good people there. You meet a lot of different people, a lot of different backgrounds, and everyone's positive and supportive because again, we're all trying to like we're all artists, makeup designer, photographer, uh, fashion designer. Like we're all in the end, we're, we're like we're all artists in the end, so we're all supportive of each, of each other because we're all trying to get at the same place in a way, right? So. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just go, go. I mean, if people there are, are in a, are a tough spot with their social circle, just go online and try to find events and wherever you live. And I'm sure there's something going on mm. <laughs> and it has to be right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. And to me, it's like, it's fun meeting different people, <laughs> just different. I don't know. It just kind of like sparks, sparks the interest, you know, instead of kind of, yes, it's, uh, it's, uh, different. Different, just different stories, different, uh, different points of view. Yeah, you know? it's, uh, it's, but it's, uh, if it's not something you, well, I guess, suppose there's no really use to it, but uh, doing it for the first time can be very like intimidating. Of course, yeah, uh, yeah, of course. 
But the great thing, the great thing is, if you don't like it, you don't have to go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That is a uh, that it's is sort school. of empowering in it's a way. It's not school. Like you don't have to go back if you don't like yeah. it. <laughs> it, it, it. It is sort of empowering to know that nobody knows you. You don't know them, and you're probably no never going to see each other again. So it doesn't really yeah. matter if you make any mistakes or how, what you think of you, because you're yeah. never going to see them again. <laughs> I don't. If I if I don't like this group, I won't come back. So. Um... <laughs> You know, I mean, it's again, it's like going back to the point of like put, like putting yourself out there. It's like, well, if you want to like change your life in different ways, then I think it requires a little bit of that, mm-hmm. or else you're just doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah, and you know, the funny thing is, like, um, uh, you know, that saying like, um, uh, practice makes perfect. Yeah, and then there's another saying that uh, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again. That's the definition of insanity. Yeah. So it's kind of like which one is which here. So do you practice or do you not practice? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think, I mean, if something's not working and you keep doing it, then that's insanity. Yeah. Then you know, if you if you always have like the lens cap on, maybe take maybe take the lens cap off (laughs) before. Oh, that was a good clip. I'm just saying, like, if it's not working, you gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta fix something, right? So, um, it's a good point, though, right? Like, you just gotta, you got, you gotta, like, you gotta practice. Like, I know that you're doing, like, the cosplay stuff. So, like, you must be practicing, like, practicing a lot, practicing a lot with, like, the cosplay, right? Yeah. I I did get a lot of practice with the the cosplayers. And, uh, okay. So, so going back to that, that fear, uh, the fear. So, what happened was, um, when after shortly after tiger passed away um yeah. oh yeah and then uh i uh, didn't want to do any pet photography right right and um so i just like kind of went around and during that time there was like comic con and there's a lot of hype and excitement and i was like you know um uh, yeah, so I just like went to Comic Con and uh, by myself. Okay. And then I was like, didn't know anybody there. Super scary. Yeah. Everybody's like in their own group, social circles, and mm-hmm. I'm just just this guy with a camera. And then I don't, I didn't know what the rules were. Are you allowed to shoot them? Just like, you know, whatever. And right. apparently there are rules. So you're supposed to ask consent before you shoot them. But at the same time, if I'm trying to shoot an event, like candidly, like asking them for permission makes them pose. And then that wouldn't be candid. It's not candid anymore. Yeah, exactly. I was catching too. But uh, yeah, so the first time I went there, uh, when I started shooting, it was just like casual photos, like not very good or anything like that. Uh, Eventually, I... I, uh, met some of them like their their costume their props really caught my eye and then i was like oh can i shoot that and then uh you, you shoot you give some give them some couple of uh, pictures and then they're really happy they're actually actually that's why they're there right they want of course pictures, right 100%. And, and if you're giving them that attention that validation they, yes. they're super happy or it's like it's, i love it man for them it's like a social thing right and for me it was a, like a more of like a practice thing right mm. um but yeah, you uh, once you get you engage with the uh, cosplay community, it uh, it's like um, it really sucks you in because they they really 
love you for it and they really want more and it's just a matter of like how much of your time are you willing to put into it because right. it's right. just non-stop like they just like yeah soon as soon as like if they they realize you're you're willing and able to shoot for them they'll start they are the ones who will start creating events and at, invite <laughs> you to shoot for them. They'll be like, yeah. oh, we're going to do this uh, shoot. Uh, you know, are you available on this day? And you just go and then they'll they'll have like their costumes in place, makeup done, everything. And then yeah. all you have to do is shoot. And uh, sometimes they'll even be willing to pay for the studios themselves. And right. uh, oftentimes it'll be like maybe even a group of people uh there'll be maybe more photographers and uh yeah you eventually it just like it, it just snowballs right you, and then they, you know you know like hundreds of cosplayers and then you know you, you go to the convention and it's like oh you're you're hiring every high-fiving everybody because it turns out you know everybody now and uh um it's just so weird it's yeah. like yeah was it, fun? Was, it, was, it uh, was it was it was it fun for you though like the whole process it, it was very like it was very fast and uh mm. to such point that i because i wasn't prepared for it it was kind of overwhelming was it yeah oh, i uh because it was so like so 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 much um activity i i sort of have to like uh kind of remind myself to like take a step back and and reevaluate yeah. uh what is it that i want where, where what direction do i want to go um yeah. what where do i stand right now in terms of what I want, like what my work would would want to be, the like what level it is, yeah. and I also th uh, think about like what is the next level goal that I want to achieve, right? Okay. Um. So you oh, just. What is it? Uh, well, I want I want to uh, improve my uh, my uh, work for like the composition and and coloring and stuff like okay. that. And by the way, the stuff, just a lot of stuff you see on here are yeah. not posted by me. They're just like tagged by uh, my uh, my. Uh, uh, some are customers, and some are just yeah. like cosplayers, and they just like uh, add me as collaborator. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So a lot of them are like I, I haven't been posting stuff on my page for so long. They're just like they're just work I did for uh, others, and they just <laughs> like uh, they posted it up Man. and added me as a collaborator okay that's all right yeah <laughs> spider stuff the spider-man's pretty cool it is right <laughs> this guy's pretty dope yeah and, and that's this uh shoot here this one yeah yeah uh there's a there's a funny story behind this uh they mm -hmm. uh, did like um there was this like a uh, meetup that one of the uh, cosplayer did her name was a uh, black cat yeah. And she organized this event in Fieldwood, and it consisted mm. of some like about fifty cosplayers, like fifty people. Imagine, like, yeah, but it was all it was like Spider-Man themes, okay? So mm. it was like Spider-Man and symbiotes, right? Right. And they were gonna uh, have this like it's almost like a, a like a battle, like a big Spider-Man versus symbiote battle thing. Yeah, right. So fifty people all came <laughs> came out in, in dressed in like Spider-Man no, symbiote uh, in like uh in guildwood and it just had this massive shoot like um of course unfortunately i was sick that day so i couldn't go no right? yeah you were sick yeah uh, oh, but epic. funny epic enough after after i recovered and i was like talking to her and i was like oh i missed that shoot and then right away uh she was like oh you know what let's do one tonight 
like it was just spontaneous. Like it was like mm. let's do it tonight. So she just shouted out to people like, "Hey, who wants to do a Spider-Man shoot up tonight?" Okay, let's let's go downtown yeah. to this alley and which yeah. is like okay, it was just very spontaneous. It'll be like imagine that if I go, "Hey, hey Paul, let's do a yeah. shoot right now." Yeah. Like, now, yeah. now, like right okay, now. where I meet you at ten o'clock in the yeah. alleyway. We're gonna do a shoot right now. And that's how it happened. Yeah, and it was like, okay, we're gonna get like ten people. Okay, okay, everybody wants to shoot. Let's go, and we're gonna meet at Sally. And then that's how it happened. So we were we all got there. Cool. They got into the Spider-Man suits, and then it was it was start shooting. Gotta love it, man. Yeah, and it was it was cold <laughs> as heck. Gotta love it. It was cold as heck that night, love and. It. You can imagine, like, if you're wearing like your sweater and stuff, and it's cold. Look at what he's wearing. Yeah, no, <laughs> then, no. then cosplay, and he has to, like look, he has to look the role. Like, I mean, you look at it, and it's like it doesn't look like he's cold or anything, but it was cold yeah. that night. Yeah. What are you using? Like one, like one, one light there. Uh, there was actually two lights there. Two lights. Yeah. Uh, I used um, uh, LED tube lights, yeah. and uh, they're just like. Uh, they're so okay. So shooting dark, um, dark scenes. Okay. Mm. Uh, in the past, I've been using uh, uh, flash and yeah. gels, yeah. and uh, they're they're very tricky because you can't see the results that you get. You always have to take test shots after test shots to yeah. find the colors. Whereas now, if you were to use like a a light tube, you know those little big long mm -hmm. LED lights, they're mm -hmm. very inexpensive. You don't need a very mm -hmm. expensive one, like. Uh, I would I would avoid buying the four hundred dollar light tubes, just because yeah. you know if you drop and break them, that's four hundred bucks. Whereas the ones I I buy are cheap; they're like forty dollars. Yeah. So if they break, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Yeah. And yeah, so you can uh, you can buy two uh, two or three or or more of those, right? Okay. Okay. Um. So I just brought like two. Two lights there and you just put them on a, like a stand like a light stand oh. and you can just plop them anywhere they're very light and you just plop them anywhere and okay. uh the thing about these light tubes is that they're not very bright so they're only good for like dark dark scenes like mm. if you're in a room you gotta turn off all the lights if you're at, but if you're nighttime like it's perfect because there's no not much light right yeah cool um, man and they and just put the I just put them on a uh, rotation like it changes color all the time. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you if you go back, uh, there is like uh, some. Uh... Oh, not this one, bear, but this one. Uh, no, uh, let's go. okay. So this is part of the same parking lot, though. Yeah. <laughs> he was on a wall, and then we, yeah. we just kind of shot up. For it's it, like from a comic. It looks like right from a comic book. Oh yeah, yeah, they, it is a very uh, uh very comic booky. Yeah. Um there's actually one of the ladies if you go uh there. Okay, so the, see this uh yeah, that black cat there? Yeah. So she was the organizer. Cool. Yeah, and it was uh she dubbed it the spontaneous night shoot or something. <laughs> That's cool, man, how that came about. Yeah, and she's very big on uh, shooting. Uh, so anytime anyone wants to shoot, she's totally down for it. And even at this point, she I think she um, she's organizing some even more events as we speak. And she's maybe, she? maybe there's one tonight. Uh, maybe I mean maybe I only, sometimes I only find out about shoots after they're they're already done. Why? It's like uh, I think a, a week or two ago she, she did like this uh, neon yeah. punk. Uh, crossover style mm -hmm. 
I don't know what it was, but it was just like shoot. And afterwards, I'm like, she started posting pictures. I'm like, oh, I missed that. And uh, but you know, it, she's all over over that. And uh, yeah, if you if you get in touch with her, you'll you'll always be shooting almost like every week. You'll always be shooting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it sounds so a lot of fun. Cosplays, yeah. Jeez, man. So you had no idea what what you were stepping into into the cosplay world. You had no idea what you're getting yourself into. It's a, it's a different world for sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you like even when I mentioned to other people, a lot a lot of people don't know what cosplay is. I I remember yeah. two days ago, mm -hmm. uh, someone told me like they were asking me about the job I do and mm -hmm. and stuff like that. which I I this is not my job by the way. I have a different job. Yeah. And then. Uh, they're like, oh, how'd you get into it? And how'd you get into photography or all this stuff? And I told her I, I did like cosplay photography and they had no idea what cosplay is. They're like, what yeah. cosplay? What is this cosplay thing? I'm yeah, like, they don't get it. Yeah, some, some people don't know, man. Some people don't know. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot of fun and there's always demand for photographers. If yeah. you're, you're willing, uh, it's just, and it, Oftentimes it's very spontaneous, and but when you shoot with a couple of them, you you quickly build up a very uh, trusted network that will always yeah. invite you back to like shoot for them. Well, that's good, no? That's a good yeah. thing. And if you're good at it, they're also willing to pay you money for it as well. That's even better. <laughs> mm. That's even better. Yeah, I went to yeah went to the, we went to the Comic Con last what, last year, twenty twenty two, right? What was it? Time. 2022 right funny enough like okay so in 2022 uh, you you guys went to comic-con and i actually missed that one mm -hmm. and uh until you guys posted pictures about that and mm -hmm. then i was like oh i missed it and then uh so in 2023 which is this year in march yeah. uh yeah. i uh I didn't see you guys post anything i was really looking forward to it but i didn't see it so i was like oh well you know what i'm not gonna miss it this time so i kind of forced yeah. myself to go i didn't have anyone to go with so i went by myself and it was scary as heck walking yeah. in there like everybody was decked out in their cosplays huge props mm -hmm. and just wow you know and i was like what's going on here i don't know anybody and then you know i i feel like i you like uh you, you kind of feel, feel like you're you're the outcast yeah so you just like walking sure. in there and uh it's very intimidating yeah um but yeah all it takes is just like a self-introduction to a couple yeah. of them and and uh they're very friendly and uh yeah Love it, Love it. a lot of fun a lot of fun here even these ones down here and this guy what's up with this guy oh okay so this one here is uh that uh that guy is the uh he's a boyfriend of uh this um girl that i met on uh social media who uh she does uh special effects like actually film special mm. effects makeup from yes, mm -hmm. so she uh so i mean her boyfriend uh this is um uh oh, what guy's name uh nico that's it nico nico king uh he uh he's a cosplayer yeah. but uh, of course the girlfriend has taken it to the next level and really gone out with like all blood and everything and uh like you know i i, I swear these are fake blood like we didn't gouge out his eyes for real blood in his eyes but <laughs> no okay <laughs> um, 
I mean, surprising, but no, no, yeah. it's fake, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we wanted to do um, a a shoot. It, this was actually done in in the condo, in her condo. Really? Yeah. So uh, it's like she just put on these uh, prosthetics uh, horns on on him, and uh, she did an amazing job. And uh, and we've done a lot of shoots since then. But she's always doing. Besides uh, with me, she's always doing like uh, uh, shoots with like uh, um, other photographers as well. So you're welcome to like look her up. Uh, Maybe I will. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, she like uh, she has uh, the best makeup skill uh, yeah. as well as special effects uh, makeup stuff I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. So um, yeah. No wonder. She, no wonder she works on the movies. Mm. Oh, uh, well, I mean. She, I mean, she went to school for that, but she's well, not currently working for yeah. movies. But mm -hmm. if anybody needs one, anyone's if, definitely if hire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. she's very, very good. That's dope, man. That's what I mean. You just never know who like you're gonna meet when you go to these things, right? So, mm. very cool, very cool. Well, it's good, man. It's good. So you're gonna keep doing like the cosplay stuff this like this year, next year. Like, what's your plan with that? Okay, so right now because it's the sort of like the winter and it's sort of like a lull, and yeah. um, so I've uh, kind of taken a break from that and gone to work for the time being. Yeah. Uh, sort of like taking a breather from sure. everyday life, uh, and then also planning for next year okay. because um, you know in the beginning I thought cosplay was all about a uh, uh, comic-con like there would be like one comic-con it turns out as i got involved with the community that there's actually like two or three comic con like cons mm -hmm. but they're not called comic con they're just like other names like anime north or whatever mm -hmm. you know fan mm -hmm. expo or whatever there's like probably like two or three every month yeah yeah <laughs> don't joke yeah. But but you don't really know about them until you get involved with the community and mm, the they'll tell you the big one way we know about is like it's oh Comic Con and it's like yeah. okay so we hear it once a year so I thought it was just like an annual event but no. then as I got uh, involved with the community it's just like no it's like almost it's like constant like every week okay this week I'm gonna do this or oh, next week I'm gonna do that and it was just like uh yeah it was like in, in August there was like Fan Expo the week yeah. after. And the same same location at convention center. It's like uh, um, Anime Toronto. Yeah. It's the same convention center. And it was like Fan Expo, Anime Toronto. I was like, I'm like, I don't have the energy for this. This is oh like my wallet. So yeah, no kidding. Eh? Yeah. But I mean, they're spread out in different cities too. They're like uh, in Brampton and, you know, mm. uh, like London and Montreal and so on. Like it just depends. It depends on how committed you are but these cosplayers are very committed i mean they will go to montreal and book a hotel for like days just for the convention Man. but likewise there are others who would come to toronto and book a hotel for a day just for the, the yeah. comic con and such like that so that's how committed they are right yeah. and yeah. so if you uh are willing to take the time to uh take some uh, photos for them they're more than they happy i love it they'll love you how much effort they put into it and i i honestly the thing i admire most is that their dedication to it it's like that's yeah, a man. lot of 
energy, commitment, and money yes. resource. Yes. And mind you, some of their costumes are very expensive. I know they could be they could be like on like sets. Yeah, they can be on sets. They're so good. <laughs> they are Crazy, very good. Right? They're very good, man. I know it's just a, it's the community of it. It's like the end, like the energy of of the whole community, right? It's mm. very positive. Very. Um, you should come on board, Paul. They need you. I should. They need me, right? To do something. I'm not sure what, but. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. You don't. You don't need to know the what. That it will all come. It'll fall. It'll come. I'll just show up, and it's all gonna come together. It is. It is. Well, uh, message I'll me when you go to one, and then maybe we'll go together. And yeah. Can... Well. Yeah. <laughs> We'll do. We'll There's do. one tonight, maybe 10 30. Yeah. Meet, meet me in the dark alley at 10 30 now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> imagine, imagine, you, imagine you get that message. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, well, we're up, we're, we're up against the hour, Brian, so we don't want to take too much of your time. Uh, thanks again for doing this. Really appreciate it. Oh, no problem. It was a pleasure. Um, do you have any final advice, words for the viewers, listeners out there? uh just keep doing it i mean i would like to say just do it but that's already copyright so just okay. keep doing it <laughs> keep doing it <laughs> <laughs> i like that yeah that's really what it comes down to right in the yeah. end in the end that's what it comes down to um everyone go follow um brian at uh, bq cosplay and uh, i'm sure he's gonna be posting a lot more content in the new in the new year right upcoming year it's 20, 20, 2024, man. It's your year. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And the last day of the this year, it's gonna be one, two, three, one, two, three. One, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah. I don't get it. Okay. If you write one, two, three, one, two, yeah. three. Yeah. It'll it'll be December thirty first, twenty three. Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it's the end of the world on that day, isn't it? It's all going to come down to the end. Don't spoil the surprise. I'll, I'll try not to. <laughs> um, thanks again, Brian, for doing this. Hopefully, I'll have you back on in the new year. Maybe we can chat about what you what you what, what you're up to then. And uh, thanks everyone for watching, listening, and we'll see you uh, next time. Thanks. Peace. Bye. Bye.